Okay, here's the scenario. Your boss is feeling sick and he needs someone to take his place in a conference in Paris. The conference is the day after tomorrow and he's chosen you to go. Problem is, you've 30 minutes to pack as the flight's in two and a half hours. He wants an answer from you now or Tim from marketing will go. And you know how we feel about Tim from marketing. (laughs) So So should you pass and let Tim take the trip? Heck no, you're going. And with a little help from us, the Meet Us in Paris crew, you will make it no problem. You have the problem, but we've got the answers because this is the podcast about all things travel, be it destinations, food, having an amazing time, or what to pack for your next trip. I'm Lee, and I'll be leading this Motley crew to 30-minute packing success today. And I'm Emily, the and I'm following said Motley leader. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Zen, and like Ringo Starr, I am just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> And even though we have a 30-minute time limit to pack, we're not concerned. So much so, we're even going to take a short sponsor break. Meet Us in Paris is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals. And we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big. Take risks. Be amazing. Okay, I have a little bit of experience with packing at the last second. Um, As I mentioned before, I used to open up franchises. I used to fly at up to eight times a month. get Get on a plane, go from coast to coast, help open up a franchise, and... Sometimes I go out there for a week and then fly back home for two days and sleep in my own bed for two days, which or one day or two, and then fly back out to the East Coast. Um, so I was used to having a lot of assignments where someone would get sick and literally people would say, hey, son, can you take care of this? Uh, for me, there's a couple secrets to packing in 30 minutes. Um, some of it is preparation. I don't know about you gals, but I always keep the necessities, a second set of necessities in my suitcase. Um, That includes, yeah, okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one. (laughs) Um, So it's my travel toothpaste, my travel toothbrush. It's my um, extra contact solution. You can't keep contact solution too long. So if it's like a year, you should replace it. Don't leave that in there. But um, stuff like that. So eyeglasses, um, I just keep extras of everything that I know that I'm going to use. Um, The next step is I also do a, um, to make sure I pack all my clothes, I do a mental strip down and like clothes on myself. So I go for my feet and I go, look, I got socks on and I got shoes on and I have pants on and I have a shirt on underwear and that type of stuff. And then what I'll do is I'll reproduce that. So I'll just go through all my drawers, pick out all those pieces and then also factor in weather. Um, No matter where I go, I always make sure there's, even if it's hot, I will make sure I have one sweater just in case the weather turns because sometimes it does over a week. Um, also if it's cold, I may actually still bring a pair of shorts, um, just because if the weather turns, 
Also, there is the necessities that I have is uh, the necessities are um, things like your passport, ID, computer, and electronics. And that's kind of the big thing is always having your suitcase partially packed is one of the things that I always do. Um, the other thing that does not hurt is having a checklist. Um, you can find a bunch of checklists online or you can buy them in pads. I used to use them years and years ago, but I don't need to use them anymore. But what I do do is when I'm traveling internationally, my wife and my daughter are not, didn't travel as much as I did. When we are about, before we leave, I always pull out this checklist because I have no idea what they packed. <laughs> and I'll pull out the checklist. <laughs> and I'll just start going down through the list and asking them if they have everything on the checklist. So, I mean, and these checklists are things like um, passport, visa, um, you know, things for the plane, neck pillow, socks, you know, headphones, laptops, and you just go through the list. You got this, you got this, got this, you got this. And I tell you what, even if you're not, if you don't travel a lot, having a packing checklist just in case helps a lot to help you remember um, just in case you do forget something. So that's kind of my, I mean, that's short. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, got all the essentials though. Covered all your bases. Um, I, and okay. I forgot. We have a time constraint of the 30 minutes or else Tim will go to Paris. Um, so usually, uh, I like to pack a couple, like I'll, I'll just add to my, uh, suitcase and backpack, like a couple days ahead. But since we have the time constraint, I can't do that. Um, but I guess I kind of do what Zen does as far as like a mental head to toe kind of thing. I don't, necessarily look at myself and say I'm wearing socks I need to bring socks but I'll lay everything out folded um I'll make piles on either the floor or my bed of just like here are underwears first always how many days am I going gotta bring underwear (laughs) um and then I have I told you I forgot that one so that it's important. It's very important. Uh, and then I always pack like Zen, the, like the necessities and like an extra, I guess, set of clothes slash underwear, thin like layers. Layers are very important. Uh, yeah. But mm-hmm. like I said, so I'll fold, I'll just lay everything out. So I'll have like a stack of t-shirts, a stack of tank tops. A stack sounds like a lot, but it's like two, one to four, I guess, of each item. Um and depending on the length of the trip and I'll just kind of visually see like, do I really need two jeans and a pair of leggings? Probably not. So jeans are thick. So I'll like probably swap one out, but I'll visually lay everything out so I can see and make sure that I covered, you know, the general clothing things that I'll need. And then I'll throw in like Zen, I'll, throw in a light sweater or some sort layers again, and also a pair of shorts that can fit it. Usually shorts are pretty thin. Um, and then I will have the, like my toiletries. So all the bathroom stuff, skincare, sunblock, 
shampoo, all that stuff is usually already packed for me um, because they're all in the travel size stuff. So I just kind of do a visual. Do I have everything I need? Um, makeup, I used to, depending on what my, you know, uh, vacation or trip is for, that kind of guides what kind of makeup I bring. But I usually keep it to a minimum because I don't want to have to like spend super long time every day, like putting on makeup. I don't even do that living at home. So there's no need to do that on a trip when I want to be out and exploring, but something to consider that maybe Zen doesn't need to bring makeup. Um, the electronic, <laughs> the I feel like the electronics is where it gets me because I, always like to bring my laptop just because I don't know, you never know when you need a laptop, but a laptop takes up a lot of space and weight, especially if you're only doing carry on. So recently I've been, you know, separating myself from my laptop because I'm like, I'm on vacation. I don't need to be on my laptop, but I have an iPad. So I'll kind of like, yeah, it's, it's like one or the other. Now Um, it used to be like, both or only laptop or something like that. Um, but I've, I've tried to, you know, condition my mind that I don't need my laptop, but I'll bring an iPad just in case. Um, what else? Swimsuit. I think I've talked about this before. I went to Vietnam one time thinking I wouldn't need a swimsuit. And we went to this beautiful resort and didn't have a swimsuit pack. So even now, if we're Go in Iceland like I did, or if we're literally going anywhere, uh, with the, I would not even planning to go in a pool. I will always bring my swimsuit because you never know when the opportunity will arise for a beautiful pool to just come up. Um, what else? Um, another thing I struggle with are shoes. <laughs> Which is so funny because in everyday life, I only wear like one or two pairs, but for some reason, when I travel, I want to bring all of the pairs. <laughs> so I try and do like an everyday shoe that literally goes with anything super comfortable, can walk in. And then I'll do like a sandal that you can just use, wear casually, or perhaps dress it up, like if you're going to a nice restaurant or something. I try to limit myself to just two pairs, but somehow a third and fourth pair will always find its way in. <laughs> so. When I was in high school, we, I went on a, a high school international trip and there was one girl, we, we, everyone, you can bring two suitcases. And this one girl actually had one suitcase filled with shoes. Oh, <laughs> wow. Just thinking like, of the weight and all that. I'm like, oh, yeah. geez. But she brought a second suitcase to That's, fill with shoes. Uh, like, <laughs> I mean, we're like in Venice and she's dragging two sets oh of my goodness. over the bumpy cobblestone. You know, <laughs> I wonder if she, she ever made that mistake again. <laughs> I I hope not. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, that's like totally fair because I, it's especially gets me um, like in the winter or like colder areas because I'll want to bring like boots or like multiple boots and multiple shoes, which require different kinds of socks. And um, yeah, it's, it's, that's a tough spot for me. Uh, But I don't 
create a whole new suitcase just for my shoes. I definitely try to maximize my space. So like if I'm bringing tennis shoes, obviously I usually always bring tennis shoes, but um, I'll stuff my socks in there, of course. So it's taken up, you know, it's not unused space and um, things like that, I guess. I'll like find little nooks and crannies of like items and stuff like socks into them. Um, so I'm using everything. Um, and you're, oh, one, you're, you're a carry on person. I am only like probably within the last three ish years. Um, just because to me, I don't have to wait at the carousel, the baggage claim to get my suitcase. And like, depending on transportation wise, like if I have to take a subway or a train or something like I'd rather just take a carry on in my backpack versus like a check-in suitcase with me. Um, that's like, and I also am scared about my suitcase getting lost, uh, which is kind of a rational slash irrational fear. Um, <laughs> but it's happened to me more than once. Uh, the one, like the first time it happened that I remember, I just never, like someone literally just took my suitcase. So I just never got it back. Um, a couple other times it just comes late and it's just such a hassle because you don't have the things that you packed or you have to wait for like the people to bring it to your lodging area or you have to go to the airport and pick it up. It it saves headaches and it's kind of like a fun slash stressful challenge for me <laughs> to try and fit everything in a carry-on. And no one can steal your ticker um, sweatshirt, right? Yeah, that's my Tigger mm. sweatshirt. If you, you, don't you have remember. a story, your favorite shirt, right? Yeah, <laughs> yep. That was the one. That was the one where the suitcase was never recovered. Like someone just straight up took it. Oh. Um, yeah, that was my Tigger sweatshirt. It was like this forest green crew neck sweater, super cozy. And of course, it had Tigger on the front. Um, and I can't, I mean, I've told this story a couple times on our other, po- on our Disney podcast as well, but I just can't find the same or similar sweater and I it's fine because I don't want to like replace it with like a half subpar sweater but it's that's that's a little traumatic event for me <laughs> that um, now I try to just do everything carry on which is tough but it's a challenge and I'm always up for the challenge <laughs> um, I can't think oh I was gonna say and I can't forget uh, like one, at least one pack of ramen. And of course. Yeah. Uh, you know, we should have made a bet beforehand how many minutes <laughs> it would take for the ramen to come out. <laughs> so the ramen, at least one pack, because you don't know what time you're coming in, but you'll know there's probably going to be hot water at a hotel. Um, and then sometimes my mom will pack like a couple packets of hot chocolate or uh, always got to remember like the gum for the flight and um, a couple candies because you get snacky either on the plane or just when you're out and about. Maybe you miss some candies from home. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to, because you, you've, you've made some like neurons flare in my head. I will say that what your, one of your strategies is paring down. And I do that also. I, I'll put everything out. And then I'll say, do I really need this? Do I need this extra shirt or will I actually use this? And I'll remove it because it's just like, who wants to carry dead weight? Right. And yeah. And then the second thing that you said was, I tend to always have a couple cliff bars in my carry on. 
um, because as a meal replacement, mm-hmm. because there's quite often you can't find something to eat. So I'll ha- actually have a cliff bar floating around if I need to use a cliff bar, uh, to eat a cliff bar. So, yeah. So great ideas. You guys are such responsible adults. I'm really, I applaud your efforts because, yeah, that's not me. <laughs> I, will t- <laughs> I do maybe like a handful of the things that you've said. Um, and I will say on my behalf, uh, I travel several times a year to the East Coast. So I have, I've decided after years of carrying a pair of heavy LL Bean boots cross country for years, I decided to leave them there. And I so I actually have a collection of like sweated, like it's a small box, probably this, you know, about the size of like a copy paper box um, of stuff that I just keep in New Hampshire because where my family lives, because why keep bringing it back and forth? So that, I and, and that does include the basics of like hair stuff. So gel mousse, uh, my facial moisturizer, um, and I think some sunscreen. But other than that, and then I will say the other thing that I tend to do if when I'm traveling internationally, if I know this is coming in advance, this isn't the situation our you know we're finding our, ourselves in with 30 minutes to pack. If I know I'm going to be traveling, um, I'll find a I'll make a spot in my place where I'll start throwing random stuff that I think I'll need on the trip. So yes. oh, I'll dig out the bathing suit or whatever and start just tossing it. But if I've only got 30 minutes, like once you know I've got spare chargers and stuff like that because Lord knows I've got a ton of Fitbit chargers that I, you know, I've purchased over the years that and wine openers. So, <laughs> I might probably have like 10 uh, because I always forget to pack them. So now I just left them in the, the bags, which helps. Uh, but a lot of times it's literally just, I do the, I, I pack le- less underwear and socks than I think I need. Here's oh, no. the reason. No, because I always end up finding a washing machine. And so, wow. I, I, yeah. Okay. I mean, with the exception of Cuba, um, nearly every place I've traveled, I've been able to do some sort of laundry. Now, granted, one time I found myself unexpectedly in, unexpectedly in Hanoi for three days. So I was doing, you know, washing stuff in the sink. So I won't say that it's always the most perfect situation. Um, but I bring less than I need because I know I can wash it. And that gives me more space. Anything heavy, I wear. So the jeans that you were talking about, Emily, I don't pack them. I wear them um, unless I'm going to be on a super, super long flight. And then I want to wear my comfy yoga pants. There's actually something with mm-hmm. pockets in it. Uh, same thing with boots. But I wear, I, I've learned I don't need as many shoes as I think I need. I, I don't dress up. even when, Now, a lot of times, truth be told, I'm traveling solo. So I control my destiny. So <laughs> I don't have to worry about if somebody wants to go to a fancy dinner because that's up to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly don't care how I look. I, I don't pack makeup. Um, when I heard you say that, it was so funny because I'm pretty sure my makeup expired 10 years ago. Uh, <laughs> so it probably combust on the plane, if I, you know, knowing me, if I put it in a bag. Uh, and I, I'm of the mindset, if I don't, if I forgot to pack it, chances are I can buy it. So, and a lot of times it's stuff that I end up treasuring when I come back. So I was in um, Spain, I had flown to Madrid and it was cooler than I expected. And I really do do research folks. I, I, I usually plan, but it was cooler than expected. So I found a thrift shop and bought these adorable boots for $5. And that was probably about four years ago. I still have the boots. Um, I bought a scarf, I bought a top. 
And I think the whole ensemble cost me maybe like less than 20 bucks American. Uh, and, and it was stuff that I wore over and over and over again. So, and I've, I've been the person, like you said, Emily and Zen, I've had my luggage lost. Uh, so yes, yeah, so I, I then hit up a thrift store or something like that. And I usually find something really cool. <laughs> That's totally yeah. awesome. I'll, I'll completely agree with that. The thing is that I'm not too worried these days is no matter like if you forget something like socks or underwear, it's not going to kill you because you can always, I'm assuming most places you can find socks or underwear, mm-hmm. but it, it just also is just a little bit of a pain to go shop. It's like going there and going, where am I going to find socks or underwear? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, where, where do I go? And then it's just like, oh, these are too large or these are too small or I'm not used to it. I'm a little bit uncomfortable. But yeah, for the most part, you can always find something no matter where you go. So not contact solution. That's a pain in the butt. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think um, of anything. Like I do have always i mean there's some things i put buddy bumpers up in my life to you know to kind of keep myself from forgetting stuff so i do keep like you said zen in my purse i've always got a a travel toothbrush and extra medication if i need it and things like that so i've got i i've set myself up for success even without knowing it uh but yeah you know if i only had 30 minutes i'm gonna pull out like the basics like Mm -hmm. both of you said and and wing it and know that i can find whatever i need there yeah. Uh, and that's the thing. It, like travel has just changed so much in the past, I'd say 15 oh, years Yeah, that it is much easier, you know, because if we were trying to do this 15 years ago, I mean, or even, t- you know, yeah, 15 years ago, just trying to find, you know, okay, am I going to be able to, oh, I also keep a converter easily accessible. So, you know, am I going to have, what do I need to do as far as currency is concerned? Is my credit card going to work and stuff like that? Those things have changed so much that it makes it makes the the last minute find stuff there easier. Yeah, I mean, used to be you had to deal with things like credit card. I mean, like travelers checks and stuff like that. And so it, it is so much easier just to go out and find all the stuff that you need if you have mm-hmm. to. So, and then also the other part is with your phone is like go to the airport, pick up a SIM chip. Used to be, it's like I mean, I remember it's like you know if you need to find. Actually, I've I had a time where I needed to. I flew, I was actually in Vancouver and my daughter was under two. She was like one year old. And it's just like, where do you find diapers? You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Canada. I know they have diapers, but <laughs> I have no idea where do you go to find diapers? And all I did was yelp. And it's just like, um, what, like a drugstore. And it turned out there was a drugstore behind my building. I would have never found it if I was just walking around, but there was a drugstore mm-hmm. right behind the building. So mm-hmm. it's so much easier to go find things now than it was before, and uh, it just does make it easier. I do have to say, I carry a um, like an, I have a Merce, which mm-hmm. is in the shape of a backpack. Um, so like I always keep like all the stuff I need from day to day in there anyways. And that's what I usually take on a trip. And I always put, um, so the thing is like, it has already the charger and all the things that you're talking about, Lee, but I actually have to, I go through there and I strip it down when I go on an international trip. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, I just make sure that there's nothing in there that's on the banned items list. Mm, Always (laughs) important. Yeah. That makes for unpleasant things. So, yeah, I mean, like, I have, like, a little, like, a little tiny, um, 
utility knife in my backpack. And that's like a thing that's foreboding. So I also make sure that I go through my, my bags to make sure I got, I'm that my bags are completely empty of things that are on the no fly list. No Always fly good. List. That's, mm-hmm. I'm probably on the no fly list, but <laughs> <laughs> I will say shortly after um, 9-11, I managed to fly cross country. I, I forgot that I had a Swiss army knife in my purse and I was oh, waiting yeah. at the airport for my, my husband at the time. And I was cleaning out my purse with my sister and it's, you know, late at night and I dumped my purse out and I'm like, holy expletive. I'm like, how is it I can fly cross country with a Swiss army knife, but every time I try to fly with moose, they grab the moose. <laughs> She's like, we- was this? Oh, well, God, it was back when I was married. Oh, I think it was even before we were married. So I'd say like maybe 2006, 2005. Um, and she's like, Lee, we probably shouldn't be using our outside voice and talking yeah. about knives in airports. <laughs> you know, back in the day, 20 years ago, before, I would say over a little bit over 20 years ago, you could bring a knife onto a plane. So, I mean, I actually, one time I went to an uh, 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 airport and I just realized, oh my God, I have like a multi-tool in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And, and I walked up to the security checkpoint and I was like, look, you know, I'm sorry. The thing is, like, I I got this uh, multi-tool in my pocket, and I know ha- it has a knife. Can I go through? And the guy, like, can I see it? And it's like, sure. And I handed it over to him. He opened it up, pulled out, flicked out the knife, which was probably a three-and-a-half-inch blade. He mm-hmm. looked at us, like, pulled it back up, handed it to me. Nah, go through. And I was like, what? It's so crazy that, you know, the discretion and stuff like that. But man, they are sticklers with the moose. Let me just tell you. But this was before 9-11. Before 9-11, it's just kind of like, you know, I brought my loaded handgun. If I just leave the bullets, you know, it was like back in the day, it was just kind of like, uh, you know, I forgot to leave my garrot out of my bag. You know, (laughs) Well, and here's, I know this is diverting a little bit, but here's the irony of it. Okay, so they, you know, can't travel with a knife or any sort of multi-tool and stuff like that. But if you're on an international flight and they give you food, they give you a knife and a fork, like real ones, Mm -hmm. not plastic ones. And I'm like, I remember saying to my husband, I'm going, you know, we could stab someone with this (laughs) stuff. And once again, it's like, inside voice, Lee, on a plane. (laughs) Did you um, have, okay, I... This we are going sideways, but go look up um, security theater. The, mm-hmm. Google the terms airport security theater, and you'll never want to fly on a plane again. Oh, jeez! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> um, essentially, what they are doing is they don't catch everything. They don't catch mm-hmm. everything by a lot, but what it does do is it gives the general the general population, a sensation of security. Mm -hmm. And quite honestly, people will carry a gun on the plane, but their intention is not to use it. It's just, they're carrying a gun on the plane. They just, that's what they do. You know what I mean? Or they have a knife. Most of the, and you know, most people do not have intentions to do anything bad. It's just that the, and the people who are also, who will do something bad will figure out a way to get around the system anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like locks on your house. People can break a window 
but the locks in the on our house gives us a sense of security. Thanks. You know. Now I won't be able to sleep at night. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I will say, that, like, you know, back to the topic and stuff. I mean, I think that the hacks for packing in 30 are just, I think, having that mindset of thinking ahead that, okay, what can I do to prepare myself in case, so I, if, for the things that I tend to forget. You know, and hopefully, you know, for myself, I've learned from experience. I will say I've had one trip. Now, granted, this wasn't a, I ended up going to stay with a friend of mine who went out back when I was in Louisiana and I was just in such a, a frenzied mind frame that I threw a bunch of stuff in the backpack. And when I looked at the next year, I'm unpacking my backpack the next morning and I'm looking and there was like one t-shirt, six pairs of socks, no underwear. <laughs> and I'm just looking at, it, I'm going, what the heck? And now I was like, you know, I just need to get out sort of thing. And I'm going, wow, what note to self, keep, uh, you know, keep something uh, at, at least, you know, one reasonable set. It may not be the, the t-shirt I want to wear. And it may be that pair of underwear that you bring out when you got to do laundry. Uh, but at least it'll be something. <laughs> but it is, it's one of those, like, I try to think of all the things I've screwed up in the past and how can I not screw it up as badly in the future? Yep. Fair. Okay. Our podcast okay. is now about 30 minutes, so we should sh- close it down. Yeah. <laughs> so if they started packing at the beginning, you should be like closing the suitcase now. Yeah. Exactly. So I think our takeaways is do a mental strip down. If you have a list, that's great. H- have um, things in your suitcase at all times that you use all the time. I think Emily had the great idea of um, reducing what you have uh, so you don't carry too much. On Lee's Lee's biggest takeaway is, eh, don't worry about it. You can find it when you get there. (laughs) (laughs) And and the Zens don't carry a knife on the plane. (laughs) (laughs) You got all of our points. All the biggest takeaways from each of us. Exactly. Make sure you make sure you don't bring something that will put you in jail. Yes. (laughs) Our next episode: Tour of Mexican Jails. Coming up next. (laughs) Okay. Well, like we said, it's been 30 minutes. So thank you for tuning in to our Pack in 30 Minutes podcast. Uh, You are now ready to go to Paris. Uh, What do you guys think? Let us know on our social media channels where you can find photos of our adventures from around the world, interesting articles, and more. And if you're new to our podcast, we don't just talk about topical things. We also talk about a lot of destinations. So check out some of our classic podcasts on Cuba, Taiwan, Russia, just to name a few. Meet Us in Paris is a University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education Production. If you need a career boost, looking to increase your workplace knowledge or seeking a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu for their professional courses. Thanks again for tuning in and see you next time. Bye.